Hello, everybody. Welcome to Franken Nerd, which is presented by Franken Culture. I'm April Picorni. I'm your host, and I'm going to be joined by Chase McKnight, my co-host. Hi, Chase. How's it going? How's it going? I saw you all day today. That's right. That's accurate. Um, our Franken Nerd podcast is going to be all about our nerd and pop culture life we're going to break down anything from movies to tv shows to anything that's pretty relevant in today so if there's anything popular going on on netflix or disney today we're going to be doing basically dc and marvel um we're going to be talking about wonder woman 1984 and we're also going to talk about wandavision right chase yeah 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 um so <laughs> guess we're gonna just get into it huh we're just gonna get into it <laughs> um so we're gonna just talk about wonder woman first because uh that's gonna be i feel like a pretty big part of our discussion today did you get a chance to rewatch it today 1984 most of it most yeah me too i basically like some parts i fast forward and then some parts i rewatched because remember when i first tried to watch it my um internet kept going That's out right yeah Having a lot of fun with that that was great and Hashtag. my my yeah. one day off the cox cable <laughs> yeah oh yeah we're both located in the las vegas area you guys so um cox cable was really not helping me that day so i kind of rewatched it today pretty much watched the whole thing so we're going to talk about pros and cons of it but i'm going to kind of like try to go in order that way it's not like as confusing and if anyone has already seen it Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil it all. Very much. So. Yeah. And if you haven't watched it yet, I mean. Just stop listening. <laughs> just just turn this off. Actually, just listen because you may not yeah, want to watch. Yeah, we yeah. could be preventing you from two and a half hours. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, so... Wonder Woman starts with that whole scene in the beginning, which is like her as a child, right? Right. Yeah, like a triathlon or, you know, like just doing something. Yeah. Yep. Does that have any relevance? No, it doesn't. <laughs> to my knowledge, it's like setting the tone that like, cool, you know, like it's reintroducing like your cast. It's like they needed to have those people like still in their roles. So it's like, okay, give them, give them five minutes yeah and basically just to show that like and then she cheats right yeah she cheats she's a kid also she's the only kid in yeah, the only kid why is that not explained <laughs> do you know what i mean like i was like okay they're all grown-ass women and then there's one child and she's probably like what would you say like 10 probably yeah yeah and she so ends this up is probably like a thousand years ago right? yeah yeah it's like Going back to the beginning of how like Wonder Woman one was because it showed a lot of like their is it like island? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just felt like it had I didn't mind it as a scene. Like I thought it was well developed and well made and it showed like how strong they were, but I just thought it didn't it didn't add to the movie at all. Yeah, if if there's a deeper meaning to it, it went over my head. Oh. Like uh and at the end, you know, it's like she gets told, you know, that it's not her time yet, mm -hmm. you know, so like, okay, there you go. Like, 
she's not ready to be like the winner to win at the end of the triathlon you guys not the end of the right. movie yeah <laughs> spoiler yeah, end of the movie sorry, you're done yeah, yeah uh, no the, end of the triathlon yeah yeah the end of the competition she basically she gets stopped by like that lady it's not her mom it's like the general high, or yeah something. higher up yep. and like was it other women and other tribes that were competing or is it all the same yeah not defined it's just random people don't know don't um, even know we don't even know what like what you win like <laughs> i think you just win the the for the sake of oh. winning it's like the olympics that's what i would yeah. assume I, could be yeah let's go with that that makes the <laughs> most sense we're gonna help them out we're gonna just it's gonna be to where it's i guess it's trying to set up to the whole point of the movie is that she's meant to be more which we already got from the first movie, so it just didn't add to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, um, but I thought it was a well-made scene. I'm not trying to totally hate on it. It just didn't add to the story, so I was kind of like... Visually, it was nice. It was kind of like that that fun adventure, like when you watch you know, one of these kind of like action movies, it sets the tone. Yeah. I don't know what that tone is yet, but like <laughs> it sets it... Uh, yeah, and then, and then what? Doesn't it like just fast forward then to like kind of like the mall scene? Yeah, so it goes to like TV screens with the Mandalorian guy, and he's like, whatever his like catchphrase is, and he's like, you could do it too. And it's like a really yeah. cheesy commercial. And then it obviously goes to the mall because the mall is like the opening scene in a sense. Get some bad guys. Where it's yeah, 1984. We're not 1984, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what did you think of this mall scene though? Because anticlimactic and just kind of like okay you 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 know that we know that she's a badass like yeah it's it's the movie is about her come on but like okay some obviously it sets a tone for like the dream stone yeah like getting that but yeah kind of corny i wrote that it was cheesy in my notes yeah. i was like this is cheesy there's like her winking at the kid and i was just like okay yeah, exactly. But obviously nobody knows about her. Like she even like blocks out the cameras and stuff. Like she throws her like, what is it? Like her band, her headband. Yeah. To like break the cameras. So I'm assuming like people don't know of her. Um, then it just goes to basically her job where Kristen Wiig is. Kristen Wiig comes in and she's like super awkward. Just full on like Kristen Wiig. Just <laughs> yeah. Just like her normal self. Like her. Yeah, I mean, fan of SNL, fan of her stuff. But it, it was like she wasn't acting too much because, like, that's her, like, role is, like, that awkward. Oh, is, is that what? Oh, uh, am I going to? Uh, uh, nobody can, notices me. And then she's just, like, really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what? Barbara Minerva. There you go. I'm really bad at writing the names. So, like, sometimes I write, like, for um, the bad guy, I just wrote Mandalorian guy. Because I clearly don't know his name. His name is uh, Pedro Pascal. What's his name in the movie? Maxwell Lord. That is Max Lord. Max Lord. Yeah, kind of a weird name. I mean, so it goes. Very villainy. <laughs> yeah. So I wrote Kristen Wig. So that's what my notes. Or sometimes I write Cheetah. <laughs> oh, my my notes are so good. Um. So then you discover that Kristen Wiig is working with her. They kind of like, kind of like become friends pretty fast. Yeah. And um, 
they find like all those artifacts, which obviously has a lot to do with the movie. That's where they see the, is it like a dream stone? Yeah. Like that crystal thing with, yeah. The little dagger. I don't know. It looks like a crystal dagger. Um, but I actually, the main part I needed to rewatch is because I did not even, I didn't even realize that she, Wonder Woman makes a wish with it. Right. Like I must have either had my internet glitching at this point. So I was like irritated and wasn't paying attention. Um, I, yeah. But then, so when I watched it just now, I was like, oh, there it is. Like, it's very, it's not obvious. So if you were to like blink, you wouldn't have known. It's certainly one of those. I don't even think you're supposed to know that on the first watch. Cause it doesn't, you're like, what is she going to wish for? Like it sets it up that like later, like, Oh, she must have wished. But it's stupid. It's stupid because they almost should have made it obvious because once Steve comes in, you're like, what's this dude coming back? (laughs) Oh man. I mean, we, I guess we, we can just go ahead and talk about him because the idea of him coming back was confusing to me as well because I ended up having to rewatch that because I was like, Wait, is he another person or is he is is he himself? Because I was confused. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, she's like at a party at this point and like this random dude walks up to her and says something that was like, I wish we had more time or something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, that's definitely it. Yeah. It yeah. Clearly what he had said to her. Uh, in the first movie uh, before he so, died in the first movie. Spoiler. No, spoiler. He died. He said that to her. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. So, you know, so she like, you know, gets offended or like, you know, why did you say that? And then you find out that like, no, it's actually Chris Pine's character, Steve inside this random dude. Yeah. And that did not sit well with me. Like that's fucking, it's the movie, the ghost. <laughs> it's literally with like, Whoopi Goldberg. The 90 film ghost. <laughs> then they definitely pulled some uh, creativity from that. Once I rewatched it, it made a little bit more sense because they can't obviously bring his dead body back. Right. I mean, he like burned up. I'm pretty sure in that airplane and like died. I mean, it's a movie. They could, they could in a million could, little like, pieces, different ways. And so they decided to do it like the ghost. He's here, <laughs> but he's not here. So, but she, she sees him making up, making out. She's hooking up with, this random dude that she's like, all I see is you. Yeah. 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 And so then it's like, is the question that everyone else sees the random guy then? And she's the only one that sees Steve. Yeah. She's the only one that sees it. That's the idea. Uh huh. Someone brought up, I don't remember who it could very well be your husband, but I don't think so. Uh huh. That like that person was basically like raped. What? I don't know. If like, that dude was my doesn't man. know, like what he's doing. Like his body's out there. Yeah. He, so, what's the yeah. explanation with that guy? Did he die, or did Steve just take over that guy's body? Yeah. Uh, where's that guy's family? Where? Where's that? Where's that guy's loved ones? Exactly. That, that's never explained. Maybe he did die. Was. I, it's never or explained. They, they, find, they didn't explain it, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he just shows up. He literally just takes his body. But I mean, like, if he was a real human, people would be concerned. Where? Why isn't he at work? Why isn't he living normal life? The guy that's yeah. in Steve's body. Right? That's right. Steve's in the guy's body. <laughs> maybe he, yeah, t- 
total loner, didn't have a job. Yeah. And no one cares. Took, no one cares about took him. Took over his man. Nobody gives a damn about him or his <laughs> life. Or is he paying that guy's rent in the apartment he lives yeah. in? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> we need to know more about that guy's and, backstory. You know, we, we, know, we know how he dresses. We know yeah. what he likes to dress. Um, yeah. Like, and it's pretty uh, flamboyant for the 80s. For any it's loud. decade, probably. Yeah, it's a little loud. It's loud. <laughs> yeah, that's a word. Yeah. He, like, uh, has the American fanny pack, which I actually yeah. didn't mind. I was down so, for that so, fanny pack. <laughs> parachute pants. Yeah. I, so they're definitely doing some good, like, 80s throwback in the movie. Um, kind of one observation I had was, like, there wasn't much, like, 80s soundtrack. Dude. Yeah, that was like, the dumbest they part. They done so much more. You know what they did in... Um, Captain Marvel. I mean, they threw 90s music at us like almost to, to the point where I feel like people actually complained to me about it. But I liked it because I like 90s music. But there was like nothing. Was there even one 80s song? Nothing, nothing sticking out. If there was, I mean, maybe a listener will be like, you're fucking wrong. But <laughs> I don't think so. We I don't know. I don't remember. literally nothing just before. rewatched it. And I... I and Captain Marvel, I can recall the songs that were in that. Oh, and I haven't yeah. seen it in like a year or more. There was a song in Captain Marvel that I forgot I liked so much. And then I had to download it after I watched it. It was that You Gotta Be. What was it? What? What was it? You Gotta Be. It's that You yeah. Gotta Be Bad. You Gotta Be Bold. You Gotta oh, yeah, Be. That yeah. one, like, I loved that song. And I was like, once I heard it again from the movie, I was like, where's this song been my whole life? So I just re-downloaded it. And I'll listen to it sometimes. Let's see. Exactly. Like that's where Marvel always wins. Yeah. Like DC really sucks at you... making a good movie. <laughs> like, wow, for that's a really Marvel... bold statement. That's no, really bold <laughs> for, for a Marvel audience or for like the superhero genre. Like they really suck for the comparison of, uh, yeah, the, between the two Marvel right. dominates. But yeah, if if if, the, if Marvel didn't exist and you only had DC, then as an alternative to like nothing, it's just that superhero genre compared to every other movie. Then sure, it's fine. But when I, you compare it to Marvel, you're like, oh, this one's clearly better than the other. Yeah, I just think that it's it's the little things like the music, like that that tie it all together. Like obviously, uh, like Thor Ragnarok when they're playing, is it Led Zeppelin? That's like the first song yes. they're playing. And I like loved it so much. Yeah. I know you hated it, right? I don't like that song. What a bitch. That song reminds me of like Shrek 2. <laughs> what? I know. It, it, there's no, it's a weird correlation. Why? Why? I don't even think of like Zeppelin, <laughs> what, 4 or whatever that's off of. I think of Shrek. Wow. So. Wow. But, but I still, now you can tie that song to that movie and there's just nothing in 1984 that does any of that. Yeah. It's, they could have had a lot more fun with it. There's so many good 80s songs that they could have done. Even like when he's trying on the clothes, when they're in the mall, just anything. But instead it was always that, you know, like her music that's like really intense. Yeah. So I looked up like who, obviously like who directed, produced, that kind of stuff. Uh, but I was kind of surprised to see Hans Zimmer did the music. Oh, really? Uh, and it didn't really have that like Hans Zimmer appeal, but I wonder if like the budget went towards him mm -hmm. and they 
they were like, okay, we already like double downed on like his scoring. Maybe we won't have like the the pop songs thrown in there. That sucks though. I just feel like um, when you, especially with older music, I feel like it's probably easier to like, I don't know if you have to like pay the rights for it or something. Do you know what I mean? Got to be cheaper. It's got to be cheaper than having something like, like now. Or any, any kind of licensing for new music. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't take full advantage. There's so like, many 80 songs that are catchy. I think this is just one element that just makes this kind of like a very forgettable movie. They don't they didn't have the stuff that makes it memorable and truly fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, just even I didn't I don't know if I even really liked the Mandalorian guy as the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, basically, he's just a bad businessman, yeah, kind of he, like a used car salesman. He doesn't even feel douche. bad enough. Yeah. You're kind of just. I kind of almost feel sorry for him. (laughs) You want to be sorry, feel sorry for him. Yeah, because like, I mean, he's basically trying to do more for selfish reasons. He clearly wants money and power, but like also like you see that connection with his kid. And I feel like like that makes me like be like, yeah, you know what? You you probably will do shitty things to be better, to, to have a better life for your child. That's like where I was like, I don't really I mean, he's bad. Don't get me wrong. He ends up what becoming the stone. And, um, interesting wish too. Like, I just want to be the stone. Like, you don't even know if this thing really exists. Like you, he's clearly like read shit about it. But like, I found that an interesting wish. I guess it's like, if you find like a genie with like a lamp and you have three wishes, you're just like, I want to be the genie. No, see, I mean, have you ever watched Aladdin? I have. So that's exactly what you just said. That's literally Aladdin. And it didn't work out. (laughs) That's my point. (laughs) That's my fucking point. (laughs) Just start going crazy. Um, It it was an, yeah, like you, you have like stereotypical, like villain roles and stuff. And this was, or like a character of a villain should be. You had to, if you compare it to wonder woman, the first one, the bad guy, which is the dude from Harry Potter. See, yeah. like, I can't remember even his name from that movie. I, I totally get what you mean. But that guy, he's, he, you can feel he's a, he's an evil guy. He's a bad guy. And then, so what the bad people in Wonder Woman 84 is supposed to be Kristen Wiig and uh, Pedro Pascal. And Kristen Wiig is bad for like 15 minutes. I mean, like, total. The, yeah. Basically, they're friends throughout the whole movie. And then she's like suddenly bad and suddenly selfish because when she became, when she wished for her wish, she lost her humbleness, her selflessness. Cause you see her like giving that like homeless person food in the beginning, you know, and she's just such a sweet, kind person. Then she turns into a bitch. Full on. Yeah. Full on cheetah bitch. I I, I liked when the, the scene cut, uh, She's like she's talking in front of like students or faculty or something. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I was reading a couple encyclopedias last night. Yeah, she's just all. And then she's like, oh, my glasses. I don't need them anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all that reading has corrected my vision. And they're like, like <laughs> <laughs> she just has like this like aura about her that the, now she's just hot, you know. And I don't think she's ugly in general. I just mean like they gave her that like confidence, that like ego. Yeah. That's what's weird too. Is like Kristen Wiig is like an attractive woman, but so yeah. like when 
when she gets into the black dress, like I'm not used to seeing her dolled up, you know? Mm -hmm. So even for me, I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, she can pull it off. But like, I don't, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. She's an interesting person because she's just like, I mean, I guess Kate McKinnon, it'd be like similar. Yeah. She, I think it's just hard to see quirky people in that sexy role. And I think that it's hard to like, kind of, kind of, uh, merge into it especially when you've mainly seen them as like a quirky person um but gal is it gadot Godot? how do you Gadot? say her last name gado she's <laughs> she's very like very pretty yeah she's like she's like stunning tomboy like no she, yeah she's like stunningly Model. beautiful it's and that's why I think like Kristen Wiig makes that wish because she wants like that aura. Cause like guys were even always hitting on her, like Wonder Woman and oh, all that stuff. Powerful, successful, always being hit on. Like, yeah. For like her, that's a clear, like, oh, okay. That's I would what like I want. to live in her shoes. I would like to be her. Which a lot of chicks would, I think. Like, that's to me, her wish was way more realistic than the Mando wish yeah. when he's like i want to be the stone like why couldn't he just say i want to have the power of the stone yeah he's like i, I want like to that be would have been you. A better writing just if we had if they had done that would have made a little more sense yeah or like appreciated a little bit more maybe because they didn't they wanted the idea to separate from like not having to kill him i guess like okay so now that oh, oh god wait we won't get to the ending yet but when we get there we'll talk about it um, I had a really big problem when she makes the jet invisible. Uh, how? Okay, let's back up one second. Oh, okay. Like, isn't it a little like irresponsible to like let your boyfriend, who's like a World War II era pilot, fly like a modern fucking jet? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. And they stole it. So, prop airplanes mm -hmm. that can only go certain fat like high and fast and he's like wow you could have a jet that you know flies over here in what one go like yeah. yeah now now she's like frozen the keys and was like you're you're going for it fly us somewhere fly us to egypt <laughs> yeah you're so you're so talented you're such a talented flyer yeah and then she just makes it invisible like and they made the thing of like well the well, i've only tried it on a coffee cup or something so it's like cool and Went right into airplane. With no effort. And then, so then, um, of course, since I'm not, I'm not familiar with all the comic books from the past, so I had to ask my husband, Steve. And that I was did. like, yeah, I had to ask that clown. Um, I said, you know, does she make things invisible in the comics? He's like, no, she just owns a, an invisible jet. Just one. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. okay. So she doesn't have the power to make things invisible in the comics, but they gave her that power in the movie. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that's a different thing that I was just kind of like, huh. Then they're flying through the fireworks and. Yeah. That whole scene was like, okay, cool. Like there's a lot. I feel like he should be more shocked about society than he is. Like he, he made the parallel like, oh, I found you from a phone book. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Steve Rogers, Captain America. Mm -hmm. He had a little bit different, like waking up, you know, like I, I understand they're slightly different, but not mm -hmm. really It's like World War Two. 
You know what we're going to have to do, Chase? I just don't want to forget this, and I want to say it on record. I think we need to watch all of the Captain America movies and talk about them, because you know that I've seen the least. I think the Marvel movie I've watched the littlest are Captain Marvel's one and two. Captain Marvel's. Captain America. I can't talk. Captain Marvel's. Captain Marvel's. Um, Captain America's one and two. The least. Good. Yeah, right? I- I probably follow that storyline more than most. Certainly okay. Thor and yeah, Iron Man. So See, yeah, I I've would seen, say that I like I've seen all those way more. I've seen those like at least like a handful of times. And I think I've seen Captain I've watched Captain America Civil War several times. Okay. But I haven't watched one, two. Like I could not even tell you majority of what happens in Winter Soldier. That's where his friend is. I know it's about his friend. End. <laughs> Spoiler alert, everyone. If you haven't seen any Marvel movies, Stupid. don't need you now. They're all done. <laughs> um, so, like, my notes, mm-hmm. I kind of start trailing off because, like, I took a lot of notes at the beginning, like, half of this movie, and then I kind of got rushed for time to have, like, nice notes. That's okay. So, I mean, I just, I just I, wrote I, things that stuck out. Okay. So the last thing I have is like the convoy scene. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So the scene with like the, when she finds, so Max Lord went to like, where did he go? You said to Egypt? I think so. I can't remember where it was, but that's where he meets the guy that has like a bunch of oil mm-hmm. and he basically wants to like have power over his oil. So that's the thing too, is like he makes somebody kind of makes a wish for them. And then he's like, don't you wish that? kind of forces them it's very forceful very manipulative oh 1000 percent. and then he's like okay and so you got your wish so i'm gonna take this 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 and this i literally take whatever i want and i guess that made sense because i was kind of um going at it with steve um and he was like i was like well that doesn't make sense because with wonder woman Basically, she wishes for her husband, her boyfriend, Steve. Oh, God. Well, now we have too many Steves in the mist. My husband's name is Steve, and the guy's name is Steve in the movie. <laughs> um, but when Wonder Woman wishes for her boyfriend back, her loss is her powers, right? Because her powers start to dimin- diminish. Yes. But she didn't choose that. But since the Mando guy is controlling the stone, he's, like, choosing what they lose. And it's for something for him to gain kind of okay. weird right well it it is and maybe you could help answer this because mm-hmm. i made an observation but maybe i'm just wrong in here uh and mm-hmm. thinking it but my note is diane seems to have her full powers again like during the scene she can run fast she caught the bullet with her like whip thing i mean but then i, I guess not right no because remember she gets shot yeah she does get shot and then when she has the kids which yep. okay. is she drops the rope, which she doesn't yeah. normally do. Yeah, she yeah. drops it and she can't keep the tanks pushed away because Steve has to come in and like hold the tanks separated for her because so. she's like losing control. So it's like she hasn't completely lost her powers, but she's getting weaker. Right. I, I So she is running hella fast. I forgot all about that. But it, but the scene before or a little bit before she couldn't even like pull the lock off. Like she couldn't break the lock off like that door. Yeah, right. So and she didn't... like she couldn't do that, but she can like knock a tank over. So it was interesting, like the selective, like you'd think that that wouldn't take much 
power. Yeah. But running real fast and jumping and doing like that kind of stuff. I was surprised she was still able to do that. Yeah. And then, so what that scene to me was probably the CGI just felt really off to me for that scene. I, I don't know. Like when she's running, it looks like really fake to me. It looks like DC looks like DC. Oh my God. It looks like twilight when they make the like people run fast as the vampires. <laughs> and it's I can like, barely even know what you're talking about. Cause <laughs> I saw like the first movie. Oh, you're going to watch twilight. Um, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, but I like the CGI, like even like her rope is like pretty generic looking like in the first movie, it just didn't feel as generic. I don't know if that's just me or. Well, I feel like this rope like has gained like more ability as we go. Like was kind of first introduced as like you can find the truth, find the truth. Like exactly. Truth and now it's pretty much like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like it's, it's just, just a whip. It's magic rope. It's just a magic, magic rope. Like, <laughs> um, but so what? So that tank scene happens and then they go and remember she still has Kristen Wiig helping her at this point. They're still really close to homies right. at this point. Right. Yeah. And she's like, have you found out where the stone originates from? And then they find that like random guy that like had, um, he like owned a place next to the record shop. I remember that. And they want to go talk to him about the Mayan book that he has. And that's how they find out that it's like a really dark Lord or something. That's the powers in that stone. And then that's when they discover that whatever wish you wished for, it has um, a bad thing that happens along with it. Do you remember that? Yes. A little, little bit. It's, I'm glad that you're bringing it up. Yeah, that's when Kristen Stewart is kind of, or Kristen Stewart, Jesus. You see, I was talking about Twilight, and now I have <laughs> Twilight. So Cheetah, Kristen Wiig, um, <laughs> she was like, she makes the click that she will lose her powers, what she wished for, if the wishes get renounced. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. There's got to be another way. And and Wonder Woman doesn't want to do it either, because she doesn't want to give up Steve. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the wishes need to be renounced by everybody, right? So then the Mandalorian dude goes to the White House, to, like, the president, right? And just demands a bunch of crap again. And there's, like, one point where he's just telling people what to do, and I'm like, are you mind-controlling everybody? Because now I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, now he can full-on, like act like the president, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he asks the president and then like the president just zones out and like basically does whatever he says and I'm like do him. Yeah, when he was like He's like you yeah. want more nuclear weapons, right? He the president's like I want more nuclear weapons and um he's like great, in order for that I'll do this this and this and I want to make I want to hear everyone's voices at once cuz he's getting like sick. Remember he keeps getting like headaches and shit? Yeah, totally getting worse like his eyes like all like bloodshot and like red. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, this goes into the scene finally of Wonder Woman and Kristen Wiig finally fighting each other for the first time. Yeah. When she becomes like the, an apex predator. 
No, 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 no. Well, she she hasn't yet. No, okay. this is in the white. This, yeah, you you went forward, right? You fast yeah, forwarded. Yeah, so this is I when they're still forward. in the White House thing, and oh. she discovers that Kristen Wiig is like powerful because she's That's like, right. I'm not willing to lose my powers, bitch. She doesn't say bitch. Um, <laughs> but this is when you can tell she's getting weaker, Wonder Woman, because she can barely fight her off. I mean, she's. I mean. Cheetah chick is kicking her ass at this point. Running around. Beating up cops and shit. I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I kind of have blocked this out. I don't remember this. <laughs> I know it's really bad for, for this podcast. But like okay. this section, I kind of have total blanked it out. See, and I was just I about to I say, I actually... Into- I liked... I, I didn't mind this part because it actually... Well, f- oh, well, fuck, I was waiting for Kristen Wiig to finally be bad. I was like, well, dude, when is she going to get bad? When is yeah. she going to finally be a bad dude? And then finally, she starts protecting um, Max Lord and being like, no, dude, go do what you got to do because I want my wish to stay a wish. I want to stay who I am. Mm-hmm. So they fight and um, clearly Wonder Woman is just not strong enough. She's like... She's fucking out by the time. And then Cheetah runs off with Max Lord. So that part wasn't horrible because the CGI wasn't like totally fake and shit. You know, I didn't mind it. And it finally made Kristen uh, Wig bad, which I felt like I waited for the entire movie. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Um, since you forgot that whole part, we'll just go to the next part, which clearly is when um, she has to say goodbye to Steve. Yeah. So that was obviously really easy for her. And oh, man. She was really sad. I guess she was a little bit. <laughs> she was really sad. She did not want to let go of him. He's like, you have to because you don't have, you're not. Basically, he, he realizes she's not strong enough either. And. Yeah. It it actually was pretty depressing. I did I did feel like that was a little sad. I mean, some people thought it was really funny. Some people by my name of my husband. I was like, I felt it. I felt that she wanted to keep him very bad. And to me, that part was really good. I, I actually thought that was really sentimental. I thought the acting was really good there. And she has to say, and it, it, it made sense because I was like, this guy can't just be around for every fucking movie as another guy. Yeah. So he needed to go. But then it's it, so it, depressing. It's a conclusion, I yeah. think, to it. Like they they he he's hopefully now actually dead, dead. He better be dead, dead. If he comes back and the next movie, I'm done. I'm just gonna be like, okay, Chris Pine's just <laughs> he's just a full cast member. Like <laughs> they're gonna find a way to always bring him back. I really like, like Chris Pine though. I love the way he looks. I he good actor. I mean I never I, dude, Chase, I've never seen Star Trek. That's right. I was I was just gonna bring up like how great he is in that and fucking none of them, huh? You can't see, you haven't seen any. I haven't seen any, Anyone? not one. But I used to love Star Trek oh. as a kid. Fucking love. That's even weirder. I feel like isn't that I feel weird? Like if, you, if you were a Star Trek fan, then you would like this. I really wasn't. I didn't like that. Was real nerd shit. Like when I was a kid, oh. like a kid, I didn't care to know that. I did like but, it when I was a kid. So I I got into it kind of backwards, I guess. Like I liked the movies, the mm-hmm. new ones. And then I've kind of have gone back 
from well, that. Well, I used to make all of my Lego. Me and my brother would um, make Lego um, spaceships, and I'd be like Captain John Luke Picard. Wow. <laughs> yeah, literally. So um, maybe I need to watch the Star Treks, the new ones. Yeah, but no, Chris Pine. Uh, he, he makes the movie like he's not makes the movie, but like he he adds something to it. Obviously, like he in the first one, like his whole like character arc and stuff was cool. Their chemistry yeah. is real good. Yeah, like they were real good together, and it's really they make that scene real uh, fucking depressing because she's like trying to run away from him, like she's so heartbroken. He's like, "I will always love you," and I'm like, "Can you not make that sadder?" <laughs> He's like yelling to her, like, I'm going to never stop loving you. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's already depressed. So then, of course, she breaks away and just starts fucking booking it. And then you can see like her her gunshot wounds. It's all healing. And then she flies. So I'm glad you bring that up. That (laughs) that was another thing that just like, okay, so so right. Like we've already we already know Diane prince we we know of her from what, what's the bullshit movies uh spider not spider-man you know uh, what spider-man Man, batman <laughs> that was a real good one justice league justice league and then yeah. you know wonder woman the first one mm-hmm. and but, but these have all taken place like in modern time yeah like like today and yet she never flew so it's interesting that like in 1984 she is flying but then in modern day, she's just like jumping really high and really fast and all that shit. So yeah. I found that upsetting. Oh, of yeah. Like lack of continuity of that aspect. Like that was just a, if it was an oversight, like that's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Because um, you they have to anticipate like people like us talking about it and picking that out like. I found it interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely wild because you're the one that brought it up to me though. Because I tr- trust me, I I can barely remember Justice League. I mean, like I can't. To I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. Oh, I I mean, how your husband likes that shit blows my mind. I couldn't even tell you the plot of Justice League, and I have for sure seen it. And I'm not like a person that's like, I will watch a really shitty movie and still be invested. So like to not even remember what actually happened. I couldn't even tell you who the bad guy is or what they're trying to save. I'm assuming the world because that's usually what, you know, hero yeah, movies. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, I think we can agree on that. Yeah. Um, I'm actually like justice league. Oh yeah. It's like that alien guy, but I have no idea his name. Don't, like, I don't know. Cause they're trying to take like the, it might as well be called infinity stones. <laughs> Cause it's just a fucking copy of Marvel. <laughs> That's what's real cool about DC. Oh man, poor DC, poor DC. I, I was gonna say something nice about Zack Snyder, but I forgot oh. what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, never mind. Oh man, but you know what? To be fair, we loved um, the Batman trilogies with a uh, fucking you know. Yes. Tell me Christian who it Bale. is. There you go. With yeah. uh, who's the director? Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. There you go. Yeah, and. I, I think that if, if anyone doesn't like those movies, <laughs> they have no. They have no um, yeah, sense they, of what's they, good. Yeah, absolutely. They, they have <laughs> they, they cannot tell other people to watch something or not watch something because their opinion means nothing. I just I also. Uh, <laughs> it's a little hard. We're referring Obviously, to talking about Steve. We're referring to my husband, everybody. Doesn't um, like those movies. Who he, does not? 
I mean, Ben Affleck, what do you think of him as a Batman? I know we're jumping okay. around. To be fair, no, it's okay. I mean, that's what we're here to do. We're here to jump around. We weren't this oh. this we're not trying to just break down this whole movie. You know what I mean? We're doing that because it's the newest movie out. Like it's definitely um was talked about, but um we need to bring up other facts in this to prove our point of why this movie probably wasn't the most enjoyable. But um, I told Steve that we're probably going to have to watch the new Suicide Squad and compare it to the old one. And you know how miserable I'm going to be watching that shit. The Suicide Squad movie with a uh, fucking Jared Leto and shit. I mean, that movie's straight garbage to me. He just tried so hard. That movie is so bad. I, I will rewatch it just so I can actually shit all over it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'll rewatch it to find jokes to like break it down. But the new one, I have really confidence in with James Gunn because James Gunn is fucking awesome. Oh, so this is okay. So this is the one that he is doing. Like it's the one that so he's doing, and it's going to be. Gunn, he's he, he did like what Guardians of the Galaxy, and then yeah. he got kicked off. Was that Me Too stuff or cancel culture crap? So or basically, what? basically, what had happened is he had tweets out from a really long time ago that were. They were jokes, but they were inappropriate jokes, and he had already mm. apologized for them. This is bef- this is like when they were already known, he had already apologized to them before he started Disney. It was kind of like around the same time. Um, so what happened was he's, he obviously made Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, right? Yeah, he had already made both. Then those tweets resurfaced, because you know how everyone gets really crazy and di- digs deep in the internet. And... Disney released him and remember like the whole guardians cast was like, Oh, we won't do this movie again unless you make him the director and the writer. Cause he obviously his, his talent for writing that guardians of the galaxy one is my all time favorite Marvel movie. Like it's my number one. It's and it's same. Like it's, it's awesome because it, no one, no one knew anything about it. Like, yeah, unless you're like a hardcore fan, like these are, it's a nobody, uh, from from a, like characters that these actors just made awesome. Like the story was rad. The, James, the, James the Gunn. Soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack was like perfect, just phenomenal. Yeah. And James Gunn is basically the entire reason all of that works. The entire reason. He was particular on who he wanted to cast, on the music, on the writing, and everything about it is so good. So when Disney released him, the cast was like, they came out with like a formal letter being like, we're, we're not doing this movie without him because he's one of the best dudes we've ever met. And he already apologized for his inappropriate childish behavior in the past. He said stupid jokes, which quite honestly, most of us has probably done. I don't need anyone to re-see my Facebook posts from when I was 18 or 19. They're probably embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're very, I don't even have Facebook anymore, guys. Um, but he's back. So, but what happened was since they lost him, he signed to do Suicide Squad for DC mm. wrote it, picked out the whole cast. I mean, that's going to have John Cena. It's going to have, um, it's still going to have Margot Robbie as, um, I think she's oh, the well, only she's one. Gonna... She's the only one I think from the what, old no cast. Will Smith? No, no, that cast is, that cast is fucking long too for the new suicide squad. And, and that movie hasn't even come out and he's already got, um, a show that's going to come out on HBO. That's based off Suicide Squad. That's the John Cena character. Hmm. They already signed him for a series for that show. So okay. John Cena's character, I, th- I think, is supposed to be like Captain America, but like totally fucked up. That's like the description I've gotten. Like he's just a, 
Captain America like persona, but like just rude as all hell. Okay. So I'm really cool. intrigued for that. So that's probably like the one promising thing for DC. Like I'm pretty opinionated when it comes to like the Zack Snyder stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's just not palatable. It's just not enjoyable to like watch over and over again, like a Marvel movie. But James Gunn knows the formula. So clearly uh, be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic on that. I hopefully, forgot to use that. Oh, hopefully by the time movie theaters and, or, you know what I mean? We can go to the actual movie theater. Cause I really want to see that in a movie theater. You know, I really want to nice. have the movie theater experience for that one. We obviously watched Wonder Woman at home on HBO. Right. Um, so let's get round back to 1984. Cause we're almost done with it. And then I want to get into WandaVision. So, um, after she fights with a cheetah chick, they, she gets her powers back. Oh, so now they go to like wherever remote location the Mando is at to like talk to the whole world at once to make sure everybody wishes at the same time. Yeah. And there's like a really funny part where like, he's like, wish for anything you want. And the wife is like, it's a wife and husband and they're fighting. And the wife is like bitching to the husband. He's like, I wish you drop dead. And then she just dies. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh my God, that's pretty fucked up. Um, so basically he starts like broadcasting to the whole world being like, give me all your wishes. And I don't know. I don't know why it's happening. Is it because he thinks he's going to like die or, Oh, because he wants their health. That's right. He's yeah. like, give me all your wishes, but I want your health. That part doesn't make any sense. Now that I say it out loud, don't make yeah, any sense. I, I, this is this is another like detail that I didn't commit to brain, I guess, or to memory, because I don't really remember. I, I yeah. my takeaway on it was it all was like rushed. Like a lot of stuff happened at the end that like it escalates quickly. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like that's the thing that DC has a problem with compared to Marvel. Like even though they're the same length of time, two and a half hours usually, it took so long for shit to happen. And Marvel like kind of tends to do stuff like pretty fast, you know? Even though like it did come out with like a fight scene in this movie, it didn't have any it didn't have a lot of relevance to what was going to happen. I mean, I guess they were stealing the stuff in the mall, but I don't know. It just, it just right. feels different, you know? Um, they start making all the wishes. He gets the health and Wonder Woman fights Cheetah Girl. Now she's like straight up a cheetah. Now she's the predator because she wanted to be like, she made a second wish because Max Lord allowed her to, which doesn't make sense. Yeah. They just bend the rules for one person. That's right. Stupid. Doesn't make sense. So she becomes an even weirder looking. I don't even understand that. She was like attractive and then she turns into an animal. And, and I feel like that was just a weird like CGI decision to go that route. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I would have I expected that shit to come out like early 2000s. Like it reminded me of like underworld. Yeah. Yeah. Not a blockbuster, you know, and then the, the fight scene is like 
six minutes. I mean, it's I mean, it's like I barely. It's probably that barely that. It, right. She like electrocutes it, her and it's it's out over. Cool. The end. And I said, "What is that really <laughs> I, it? A what? I just thought it was such a. It was such a. It well, actually, it wasn't even a buildup because she was bad for like twenty seconds. So like, yeah. Kristen Wiig is just nice, 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 nice. Turns bad, is bad for like a little bit, and then gets electrocuted, and that's the end. What? So then they go inside, and the CGI was just terrible for this part. By the way, yeah, we can agree on that. So then they go. She goes back inside to control Max Lord, and he's talking to everybody, being like, "Give me your wishes, give me your wishes." And then it turns out she lassos him with like the truth lasso, and speaks to the whole world of being like, "You need to renounce your wish. This is going to destroy us all, basically." Do you think that would actually work? No. No, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I thought that was an unrealistic way. That was a little bit. That was to me you're asking for every single person in the world to be selfless. And it's not a quality of everybody. No. And I mean, world events, we know how like non selfless. Oh, I we mean are. Yeah, I mean, just it's just as a as a society. There's somebody that wishes for a million dollars, and you think they don't renounce that wish? No, I want my money. <laughs> oh, like, do I want to go back to how I was living before? Uh, fuck uh, no. But like, I understand the purpose of it. It's supposed to be proving that people are better than what they desire, you know. And obviously, when you wish for something, something bad comes with it. Um, but I just thought that was a really dumb way to to end that. But obviously they couldn't like kill Max Lord because that would be kind of, I don't know, would that be harsh? I don't know. They kill Thanos. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He's not as bad as Thanos, obviously. But like, I just thought that was a really weird way. But then obviously he sees his son. And I thought um, that's what made me like think he's not that bad of a guy because he just wants to be a good dad. Yeah. I was like, well, uh, what? I think like a trend that has been happening, I can't often think of like other movies and stuff, but certainly kind of with this one is like the humanizing element of the bad guy. Yeah. Where like you yeah. almost you're like, oh, is it are they bad or is it like their circumstances and, you know, what would you do in a situation like that? Not really applicable here, but mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, like they're they're not just real bad guys like. I don't know. You look at like Iron Man and just any other like sh shit where like you're like, that's clearly a bad guy. You have yeah. a good versus evil dichotomy and it's getting blended now. Yeah. It's like they want to see you to sympathize with the bad guy. Like yeah, it's more complicated than yeah. not just black and white, I guess. But yeah. Yep. And then so Max Lord goes to his son because his yep. son's just wandering alone. Where's his mom? Does he have a mom? Uh, exactly. So clearly has to have a mom but nothing there's never a mom like you couldn't even have a mom drop the kid off and be like take your kid i don't want him eh, or something i don't know just anything um that and then what she ends up flying through the air and that's the end and and basically everything got undone like 
you know. Oh, yeah. Like, because all the so wishes. It, yeah. And it's like the movie kind of never happened. Yeah. Like, what other movie is like that? What other movie I feel like is like that? Oh, man. There's something the, else. There is something else. There is another movie that's like that. When a movie's written like this, I fucking hate it. Like, you watch, it's basically you watch a whole movie and then it all gets undone at the end. You're kind of like, why did I just watch Is it that? X-Men? Is it X-Men? Yes, I was, so X-Men, whichever one, they like basically undid everything that has happened prior to it. First class. X-Men first yeah. class, right? I think. I yeah. think so. I think so. And, and you're kind of like, oh, okay. We're just going to like no, forget. No, not first class. Wait. The, the one that like they go in the future and stuff. Yes, like, yes. And it's like they, it's like both of them. Elliot Page. Yes. Or Elliot yeah. Page. Sorry, Elliot yes. Page. Um, uh, but yeah, that one rescinds like everything. Yeah. And so you're, you're kind of like, okay, like I get it. But like this one, they, you know, rescind and you're just like in the universe of Mar or DC mm -hmm. and Wonder Woman the movie didn't advance anything in the cinematic universe. Like no. you didn't learn something new. There's no other piece of the puzzle that is like helping the other movies, which I know it's her own movie, but right. there's nothing that ties it in. And I find that interesting. Yeah. There's not even like a connection to like Batman coming through. Like just nothing, nothing. Yeah. That's the thing I mean, that Marvel dominates. They always find that like little connection, whether it's small or something like mm -hmm. they just they try, even if it's the end sequence, you know, like the end credits, they always try to do something. Um, I guess we can go into that. So what? Uh, what's her name that comes back at the end of this movie? The end credits. Isn't that something? Oh, wait, tell me this. Linda Carter. Oh my God. That's right. The original. No, I just felt like that was nothing. Oh no, I guess you're right because they, so they talk about, we missed this part. Remember with the gold suit, they talk about their most powerful. Yeah. Selfless. Um, what the hell are they called? Like Amazon. Yeah. Warrior lady. Um, and she's like, I, I try to find her, but I can't find her. And then in the end credit, it's her like walking down the street and it's obviously the original Wonder Woman. Um, so I don't know if that's going to play into anything or if that's just a nod. A cameo or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a nod to the original. So we'll have to see what they plan on doing with that. If it's DC, probably nothing. Probably nothing wow. at all. Wowzers. If it was Marvel, then we know it's going to go somewhere. Um, wrong. So what do you think this is rated on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie, 1984? I didn't check. Uh, I'm gonna let you know. Not high. Uh, is it like, is it a percentage or is it a number? I it's a how percentage out of a hundred percent. Forty, fifty percent. So for the Rotten Tomato meter, it has sixty percent actually, and for the audience score, it has seventy-four. Hmm, okay. I'm surprised because I feel like people were, I mean, like after you texted me that you were like, oh my God, have you watched it yet? Another group of friends texted me and they were like, have you watched it yet? Because they did not enjoy it. it yeah. I, I, I feel like 60% is fair, mm -hmm. like 10% over half. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I think it's entertaining enough to watch once, 
but it's definitely not something I would put on to watch again and again. Yeah. I'm not going to like sit on the couch, have time for a movie and go, you know what? Let me put Wonder Woman 1984 on. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984. We're gonna say Wanda. Wanda Worman. I was look. I was looking up WandaVision because we're about to get into that. That's right. So I uh, was blending the words because I was reading it. So okay, to wrap up, Wonder Woman. What would mm-hmm. you give it? What's your like percentage or one out of ten? You're, like, what do you think? So one out of ten. Ten being the best. Yeah. I'll give it a. Five. I was gonna go for a six, but I just think that six is almost too high, and four is too low because I was like able to watch it through, and I wasn't like tortured. I mean, like I mean, I was tortured watching Suicide Squad. (laughs) No, it's certainly certainly easier to watch. It may not have a great plot. It may not be like intelligent. Yeah. Uh, we would like but it's certainly a better movie to watch than frankly anything else yeah dc wise first wonder uh, yeah woman. the wonder woman the first wonder woman is much better and it's a great movie yeah um but this one it was you know hmm, it was hmm. so i'm i'm looking it up right now so i'm mm-hmm. on wikipedia mm-hmm. and i see that the budget for 1984 was 200 million okay and box office is 141.7 million. Oh, so well, God, it's but really hard to tell because I mean, I guess we could we could tell the listeners this is pretty interesting because it was like released in theater and on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I yeah, because we watched it on HBO. Yeah, exactly. Because so, COVID, you know, COVID life is kind of ruining the box office stuff. Right. So maybe. 141 million isn't that bad. Like I'm looking at that as like a loss, but uh, who who knows like how that all works with with profit of streaming Yo, and stuff. You, you saw how your how your, our movie Tenant did. You know what I mean? That movie bombed because of COVID. What a disappointment! What uh, a disappointment! If anyone hasn't seen Tenant, go watch it. It's so good. It's fucking good. It was really good. It was, but this, this, you know, like it's unfortunate because it it has a chance, but it doesn't, you know, you got to think a lot of cities We're in Vegas, so it's semi open. You can still do some things. Um, you can basically live normal life, but everything's like 25% capacity and things like that. So, I mean, places like California, you can't even go, you can't go nowhere, you know? So like you can't even go to the movie theater and that's like a, that's like a movie, that's a movie, uh, state clearly. So, um, they didn't have a really chance to succeed well, but for not being in the movie theaters, um, like for everyone to go, it still did all right. 140 million, you know? Yeah. All right. Any last notes regarding wonder woman 84? Are we going to move on? Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I would, I would give it like a five out of 10. Oh, that's it's, right. Why? Yeah. What's your rating? Yeah. No, I, I think, I think that's accurate. So 60%, Rotten Tomato. I mean, the fans, of course, you're, if you're a fan, then probably all of the fans were like, no, let me make a positive fucking review. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably inflated a bit on that 74 because that's not the sentiment I have. No. But, but WandaVision. So we're going to get into WandaVision, which just premiered the first two episodes on Disney Plus. 
And obviously this is based off of Wanda Maximoff and Vision. So obviously Scarlet Witch and Vision from uh, Marvel. And the first episode, so they're about 30 minutes each, which is great because uh, I don't have time to do anything. So the first ep- the first and second episode are basically in black and white. It's very old. Uh, I love Lucy vibes. Yeah, um, stand deaf or like uh, four by three. It's like it's not widescreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And well, and they reprise their roles. So it's Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. And they're basically in a old time TV show series. That's what it feels like, especially the first episode. And I think in the first episode, you're kind of like, I, I don't understand what's happening. Totally. That's exactly where I was at. I'm like, is this whole series like, like this? Yeah. Is it like I love Lucy? Yeah. So I'm just like, um, and it's weird because she's doing powerful stuff and then he's like in his vision gear, but then all of a sudden he's not because obviously yeah. he like changes like bewitched. Yeah. Like bewitched. Like, yeah. 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 There it is. And, um, he vision goes to like a normal job and then Wanda is like, obviously like a housewife, you know, like just staying at home like most women did in that time. And she has a neighbor who I love. Oh my God. I oh, love okay. uh, Catherine Hahn so much. And she's just like always the same character. <laughs> <laughs> like, like very friendly and funny, but like kind of bitchy, but like wants to uh, drink and be perverted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's the neighbor, which is great. And, um, what's happening in the very first, I don't want to mix up episodes one and two. So let's talk about episode one real quick. Um, Let's see if I have a breakdown right here. So, so for the first episode, they notice that there is a heart drawn on the calendar, right? So, and they don't know what that means. There you go. Yep. They're both kind of like, yes, it's important that date. And they can't like remember. So, Vision goes to work and he finds out it's actually about his boss coming over. But Wanda thinks it's an anniversary because the neighbor brings it up. She's like, oh, is it an anniversary? And she's like, yes. And so she makes like a romantic dinner while Vision is like calling her and being like, you know, our dinner, it's very important. And she's like, I know. So they're both like confused, very like TV sitcom confusion. Yeah. Because even at that point, he didn't know he didn't he didn't remember what that was still. So he's like, uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. Like, and then his boss, his, his boss, boss is like, Mr. Hart. yeah. And he's like, I'll see you tonight with my wife. And, yeah. um, so when they get, so when vision and his boss and his boss's wife, which you recognize his boss's wife, right? Uh, uh, probably. Did you ever watch that 70s show? Yeah. Oh, okay. So like the mom, the mom. Yeah, it's the mom from that 70s show. Got it. And so I recognized her immediately. And so it's very quirky. Like um, Wanda is trying to make, well, Wanda is like in a sexy nightgown, which is obviously like, it's not super revealing, but it's obviously like a nightgown. And then they pretend she's like European or something. Because um, clearly there's a mix up. It's not their anniversary. At least they don't know if it is or not. And it's the dinner for, he's trying to impress his boss. So Wanda goes in the kitchen and is trying to make like a dinner, but like can't seem to make a dinner at all, but she's using like her powers and the neighbor keeps like bringing over food and trying to help her. And then, um, 
they finally eat dinner. Remember, she makes breakfast for dinner because she just like lose. She just like cannot make a dinner for the life of her. So she makes like a breakfast dinner. And this is where it gets like kind of weird because like they're sitting at dinner and they're asking like, well, how did you meet? And they freeze for like a long time. And then they're like, what's your story? And they're both just staring blankly at each other. So this is like where it starts to get weird. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And then the guy starts, the, the boss starts choking on the food. And he's like, gonna like die. Like he's choking for a long time to where Wanda's finally like vision help him. And then he pulls out the sausage from his throat, like through his throat though, like with his powers, not like giving him the Heimlich or something. And then he is fine. And then that's it. Like that's basically yeah. the episode. Yeah. They're trying to fit in and basically like they live another day. Like they don't. Yeah. But it's, it's really weird how the, the wife of the boss doesn't notice what's happening. Like obviously, cause he just grabbed through his throat to get the piece of sausage out. It's not like he, like I said, he didn't give him the Heimlich. So that was like the first weird part that you were like, what the, what the fuck? And then obviously at the end, it shows like a person in like a control room and it shows them like click off the TV or something. Yeah. And that's when, do you hear the, is this the, the first episode where they're like, Wanda, can you hear me? I think that that's a second. Oh, it's not at the ending of this episode then. It, it, that's, that's how the second episode ends with like the radio and the voice going over it. Okay. So that's not till the second episode. See, I knew I was going to confuse it a little bit. Um, so that's right. They just show, um, somebody else is watching the episode and they shut it off. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like in like a kind of like a control room looking thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then there's that commercial. Did you see that? Remember that commercial? There was a commercial during the program and it was, a uh, for a Stark industries toast mate oven. I, I don't, I don't remember that. that. It was during the episode. I have, an, I have a really cool fact for the second episode, little commercial that they did. Ah, cool. So there was a, like a little commercial, and I thought that was a nice little touch because they obviously brought in uh, that's Iron Man's company, you mm -hmm. know. So that's the everything of episode one, which what did you think of it? Were you just kind of lost like I was, and I was like, what, what's the series about? Yeah. After episode one, I was kind of wondering if I was going to watch it still. Like I, I was, I knew I was going to watch it, but whether I was going to enjoy it or not, uh, cause I just didn't know what it was, what was going on. Like, is, is this just a sitcom? Yeah. Cause you're really like, there was no marketing. Like there was no trailers to this. Yeah. There it was barely, barely a trailer. Okay. No, like there was a one trailer that they released a while ago and it was like very, um, <laughs> Steve's giving me notes while we're right here, Chase. I can't handle him. Um, he said the toaster just looks like the bomb that didn't blow up from Stark Industries, the one that killed her parents. Damn, really? That's actually a pretty good side note. So, like during that commercial, Ch uh, Steve is saying that the toaster looks like the bomb that oh, didn't like blow up. 
Yeah, remember when they were like staring at that bomb forever, the twins? And um, they were just waiting for it to go off. So he's saying that the bomb looked like that. That's a pretty good little side note there. Get out of our podcast. Um, And then, so then we go into episode, so... And now he just keeps giving me a bunch of side notes. <laughs> just act like I never told you. I, I'm telling people that you're giving me information. No. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's so that's pretty cool. Because so once we get into episode two, we'll talk about it more. But um, that's obviously, I think, going to play a part in this. Even though they're just little tiny commercials, they have a significant meaning. And that's, that's the main thing we talked about. Marvel just does that better. Yeah. DC doesn't incorporate those really small details to pay attention that like we're finding those Easter eggs. You know what I mean? So since episode one is really weird and like doesn't really, I, I think it was smart that they released episode two because episode one is so confusing. Yeah. If, if a week had passed, if they only did episode one, I would be in a different spot than this. If If we were just talking about the first episode, I'd be really scratching my head. Uh, but that's probably why they did that. You know, you have two episodes now. It Obviously, we learn more. So in episode two, it's all about, um, they're like hearing strange noises outside their house. And they're like laying in two separate beds, which is very old school. They're like in two little twin beds. And they keep hearing strange noises. And they get a little scared. And then their beds move closer together. And they're being cutesy and whatever. So then they're going to prepare for a magic act. They're going to do some magic for the neighborhood talent show. Um, Wanda gets to spend the day with her neighbor to like go meet the planning committee, like the neighborhood committee that's going to be led by Dottie. And, oh, Dottie. Oh, Dottie. And Vision is going to go attend like a neighborhood watch meeting with the guys from the neighborhood. Where he accidentally uh, swallows some gum, some chewing gum. Remember, he doesn't eat. He's a robot. Um, or right? What is he? Do I call him a robot or do I just call him like a an, an alternative being? We'll go with that. But <laughs> I, I like the little, uh, like that 50s animation of like when they're looking inside of him. It went to like a cartoon with yeah. like. The like gum stuck in his like little. And yeah. Like the gum stopping that from working. Yeah. And. His side effect was like him being like drunk. Yeah, he's like funny. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and they like really start to like like him because he's like loosening up. <laughs> and he hangs out with like the neighborhood watch people for a bit. And then at the like um, planning committee, Wanda becomes friends with the other neighbor. Um, her name's Geraldine. And um, this is when Wanda like. Um, wait, hold on. I'm trying to see. So remember, after the meeting gets over, right? Wanda is talking to Dottie. And she's like helping her clean up. And then the radio starts going like berserk, right? And that's when we first hear the voice of being like, Wanda, can you hear this? Can you hear me? And Dottie like crushes the glass in her hand that she's holding. And then she starts bleeding. And it, if I'm... Right, her blood is red, right? It is red. It's not black and white like the show. Correct. Um, which is really strange. And her voice changes. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. And so then, like, 
definitely something obviously going on there. Something is happening. So then she goes home and to get, I think like the, wait, when does she go home? This is like a weird order. Does she go to the talent show first? Oh, you know what, Chase? I missed something. That's why this is confusing. Remember, before she left to meet her neighbor, she finds a helicopter that's like a different color in her bushes. That's what I forgot. So she... Yeah, like a toy helicopter. It's like a toy helicopter, but it's in color, and everything's right. in black and white. So you're kind of yep. like, what the fuck? And so it's... really pretty cool. That that was your first thing of like, oh, okay. This the is not going to be black and white. changed in the television, sh- in the series. Like, yeah. Yep. So then um, after her hand bleeds, she goes to the talent show and she's waiting for Vision, who is not there yet. And then he shows up all goofy and like drunk because he has gum in his gears. But Wanda doesn't know why. So then they start doing their they have to do their magic act. But Vision is like, I don't know, like he's not doing the magic acts correctly. He's doing them correctly to where he's showing his powers instead of like doing fake magic. Yeah. He, and, but what, Wanda has to make it look like it's fake magic, like really fast. He starts levitating. Yeah. And then she just puts a string on him, like hanging <laughs> from the, and then the, the part that Steve liked a lot, my husband, he liked, um, where the piano just turns into like a piece of, and the guy's like, that was my grandmother's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. And then, um, what was it? Um, then she does the act of like the disappearing person. And remember they're like, we need a volunteer. Do they say we need a volunteer or the, the neighbor is like, choose my husband, make my husband disappear. Catherine yeah. Hahn. <laughs> Always just being a funny gal. Um, they make, so Wanda's supposed to be in that box to do like the disappearing act, but then he does it without her in it. So then they snap it, and then it's um, the friend, Geraldine. And yeah. she just ends up in the box. And she's like, like well, how weird. How I got here. Yeah, she's like, I don't know how I ended up in this box. Um, so then they go, and then I know she removes the gum from Vision. Like, I think right after the act is done, she gets the gum out. She makes him, like, spit it up. Yeah, they because they, she, she knows that he's, like, acting strange. And then so he they, like, says, go in the back. yeah, they go in the back, and they're like, He's just like, what is up? Like, what are you going to, what's going on? And then the gum is in his gears. She gets the gum out, gets him to like spit it up. And uh, they win. They win like funniest act or something. And then they. Like, oh, I wonder what Dottie's going to do. Cause she's definitely like the, the popular one and stuff. And so everyone looks to her for like. Approval. Do we like it? Don't we like it? Her approval. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it comes out that she loved. So. She loved it. And then they return home. They go home after their great day. And this is where it gets weird. This is where the episode got even weirder. You know, they go home and she is like all of a sudden pregnant. Right. They're like, is this really happening? Is this really happening? And then she's just pregnant. And then everything starts going into color. And you're like, okay. And then they hear something, they go outside, and that's when the guy comes out from like the 
what the sewage i don't know what to call that that little yeah yeah the manhole yeah there you go the manhole and person like in a suit like a hazmat he's in like a beekeeper outfit almost right excuse me yeah it is a beekeeper and she they seem startled and then the settings change to like the next era so and then and then it's colorful and it's the next era yeah um, so during the commercial break that was in this one too, I guess you, do you remember this one? It was about a watch. I don't. It was it was Strucker Strucker's watch, and that's the doctor that did the experiments on the twins. And it's a, a fun. Oh yeah, it's a fun fact. My cousin posted on his Instagram because my cousin's a professional saxophone player that he did the saxophone music for this part, and it, it made just- me. Yeah, yeah, my cousin Justin. And I was like, oh my God, that's so damn. I have to rewatch it because I don't even, I don't remember listening to it very well. So now I want to go back and listen because he was playing the saxophone for it. That's really cool. I was like, damn, yeah, that's really cool. He's done a lot of cool stuff, man. So that's great for him. But so the watch was um, Strucker's. So I, so that's tying in with like, maybe this is like a fantasy like this doesn't seem like real but it's real right yeah yeah like i'm wondering if this is like a like truman show kind of a concept of Mm -hmm. are they in this like being monitored or this fake reality and there's people watching them i'm clearly with like the with the little the tv screens uh but yeah there's and everything that we know about like the Marvel stuff, whether it's agents of shield, we know they've done sort of like that matrixy, uh, when they're in the computer, what are they, what was that iteration? That's that season of, uh, Oh, agents, agents of shield. Stuff. Yeah. 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 So, um, they were alive, but they weren't, you know, they were yes. like, they're, yeah, they were like, like in hibernation. Like, like, yeah. If it's something like, like a dream sequence or if they're like put under, well, yeah, they're clearly not, dreaming this is they're being put under yes so then like you kind of didn't we hear that voice again it's like wanda can you hear me can you hear me it happened yeah it happened again and then the episode ends yep so this episode definitely had me way more intrigued i was like dude what the fuck's happening like i want to know i want to see what's gonna happen finally like yeah episode two made sense so did you watch there's a one minute trailer that was released a while ago for WandaVision. And it's all just the black and white, like, ha ha ha, something's happening. There's a second one that's on Disney plus. That's also one minute long. And it brings way more footage to the table. Did you watch that one? I wish I could say yes. Okay. Okay. But I'll just break it down for you. Um, It's basically showing them being in all different eras of time. It, the next era is like the 1970s and then it goes, and it looks like the Brady bunch. Then it goes to like, another one and then it shows them in their regular outfits at one point like wanda is straight up in her like scarlet witch attire so like it it's definitely and there's a part where one the neighbor geraldine the one she just met is like do i know you is this even real and it like kind of says that so i think that like what they're doing what i think they're doing is like it's gonna go in order from different eras and then it's gonna like start going in from to reality to the era to you know what i mean or something like that okay something to that nature so are we assuming that 
the timeline of this is happening when her and Vision broke off, when they like left uh, the command center or whatever, and then kind of went for a while and then met up again uh, when the aliens came back for... That's like, the only thing I can assume. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I don't know what other time makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, Marvel always has a way of tying something together, you know? So I would assume it's from that time, but I don't know for sure. Oh, yeah, because, spoiler alert, Vision dies. What? <laughs> no. Uh, twice, actually. <laughs> oh, Think about God. it. Dude, that they was... brought back, and then it... they pulled that fucking thing out of his face. Yo, Thanos is fucked up. If there's he... a bad guy, that's... I love him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I, think he's wrong. But that's for another time. <laughs> that's for that's for another conversation. <laughs> oh man. He's fucked up though. I mean, like the way the way he kills uh Vision, because remember she's trying to do it for him so that he doesn't get killed by Yeah. And then he fucking just rewinds time and kills him real fucking fast oh, and doesn't shoot. even care. He just, just rewinds it and Oh, like, I just remember being in the theater watching that and just being like, holy shit, no. That movie's bad, man. But, and that's it. Like, again, another parallel from Marvel to DC. Mm -hmm. Like, seeing that movie, yeah, like, you're, you're maybe not at the edge of your seat, but it's entertaining. Like, oh, shit's going down. I've never felt that way on any of these like post Christopher Nolan DC shits. Yeah. Christopher, Christopher Nolan's DC movies are pretty much, they were so good. I don't know how you can beat it. I mean, any like in writing to like the CGI, I mean, I, it, it just looks believable. I think like, a lot of people I, are. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I would assume, especially since I compare it to, what I guess what a lot of people around me who are more raised in like the comic book culture is it's not comic booky. That's like the, the argument that happens. And I'm like, well, I didn't grow up in that. So I just think they're great movies. And I mean, I've seen Batman. I've seen all the Batmans. Well, Steve made me watch old ones, but I've seen like all the, you know, I've seen the Batman with George Michael, Clooney. George yeah. Clooney, Michael Keaton, um, yeah. Obviously, Chris, um, Christian Bale, and just everybody. You know, I've seen all those Batmans, and they were darker and they were more serious, but I liked it. You know, it, it fit the time period. You you couldn't have the hokey crap anymore. Like, I don't think the moviegoer of today is going to buy like the Batmobile being like this like forty foot long giant fucking car. With, like, a jet engine in the back. Yeah, and they don't want Joker to be and like, then, and up a fucking building. Like, I forget what movie that is where maybe he has, like, a winch and just, like, fucking winches himself up, like, the side of a building on this fucking giant stupid car. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, it was completely believable. I loved it. <laughs> it. But, like, 20-something-year-old Chase watching, like, The Dark Knight, like, that wouldn't have... I wouldn't have been able to buy into like that older type of movie anymore. Oh yeah. It's definitely, definitely different. You know what? We're going to have to break down Batman movies at another time You're because right. we, we are, are 
we're getting off. we're tanging off and we've already been uh deep into this uh podcast but i'm excited for what wandavision has to bring we're obviously going to keep talking about it because it's going to come out every week um a new episode and um I'm excited to see what else it has to offer. I'm excited to just see where it falls in the storyline and I'm excited to see the different eras and to know what the hell's happening. Yeah. It's cool. This is, I like what's happening with Disney plus. Uh, I mean, you and Steve were the ones that got me on that train because yeah. you know, I didn't really know what the platform would be. So, well, actually I'm using your account. You're using so, my account. So there's a so complete, <laughs> there's a complete I, uh, category own, of you. So I can log it. I have my own profile. Yeah. I can go into it. It's yours. Um, you can have up to five yeah. people on it. Uh, yeah, I know. Disney I was plus like, is damn. what's up. It's what's up. Uh, it, but yeah. So like this podcast today, like, we, yeah, we ran a little long. We're like almost like an hour and a half, but yeah, it's our no. first one. This is our first we'll introduction. We're fine here, you know. But I this think, will set the pace. Yeah, I think that this will help us oh. to let you guys know how long this could be. And I mean, if you're into it, just let us know. If you want us to cut it down a little bit, you know, we'll try to shave off some time, maybe make some separate mini episodes or something. But yeah. hour and a half, you know, goes by really fast, especially when we're talking about all this. It does. And yeah. if it's a, you know, podcast and someone's driving or, you know, something. You know, you got your long drive to work. You got your, you got your runs or walks you go on. You could just pop in those AirPods and listen to us uh, rant about everything nerd, pop culture, and we're just going to try to keep you up to date with everything. We're hoping to do podcasts on definitely popular TV shows, not just Marvel and DC. Um, we want to try to get on those Netflix shows. Um, definitely want to try to do an Umbrella Academy. We want to do um, yeah. what's the one that you told me about the chess player? Uh, Queen's Gambit. I know that's really popular right now, so I need to get on that, you guys. Um, but yeah, we're going to try to be breaking down all these, and if anybody has any suggestions of something we want to break down, please let us know. Um, Chase, is there anywhere you'd want people to find you on any kind of social media platform? Or I'm pretty much Instagram. Um, Instagram. It's just at Chase McKnight. It's just my name. Um. I'm on Twitter as well, but you probably wouldn't like me over there. <laughs> uh, my Facebook just sucks because Facebook sucks. So, so yeah, I'm I'm Instagram. hoping to also create a separate Twitter for us, a Frank and Nerd Twitter. So look out for that to be on the way. I'm thinking of either conjoining with Frank and Culture. So Frank and Culture, you guys, is a podcast that's all about gaming and um, sometimes there used to be a podcast of me and my husband doing movies we used to watch. Um, we'll see if we can get back on that. <laughs> It used to be better, but they have a podcast where they do um, all what's happening in gaming, all the popular games, what games they're playing. They break down all the gaming news. So we're going to be conjoined with them as our own Frank and nerd. So I'm going to be trying to um, get us our own Twitter or get us an Instagram and you can find me on Instagram. I hate Facebook. I will never be on it again. I don't think, but on Instagram, it's just, Lurpa crap. It's my name backwards. L I R P A K R A P. You can find me there. And if not, you can follow us on Franken culture. Um, and it's just at Franken culture on Twitter and Instagram, but we'll hopefully, uh, talk to you guys soon. And we hope you have a good rest of your day or evening or whatever time it is for you. Word. Bye. Thanks. Bye.